Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. He is the mayor of Collingwood. We say good morning to Brian Saunderson. Brian, great to have you. Good morning to both of you, Johns. Brian, busy times at council. You had a, a rather long meeting and a, a pretty productive one when you think of it. Uh, a new set of 18 rules to help uh, town councillors navigate the sometimes complicated world of uh, public service. Uh, this kicks out, of course, from the uh, judicial inquiry. Uh, Justice Morocco uh, put out a number of recommendations, one of which is, of course, is to update and, and keep a code of ethics and a code of conduct. Uh, I guess this one, ours hasn't been updated since, what, uh, 2015 or 2020, I guess. Uh, 2015, you're right, the first time. Uh, The Code of Conduct was brought in in 2007 and not amended until 2015. Uh, And then we're updating it based on the recommendations from Justice Morocco. And uh, so there are about uh, 62 changes uh, based on those recommendations. uh, And they are now codified in 18 uh, rules. Uh, with, and there's additional commentary to give context to the rules and guidance to uh, both the public and to council members. And we had our integrity commissioner, uh, Jeffrey Abrams, uh, during the SIC meeting, and we got through about five of the uh, of the rules. So the discussion is ongoing, and we are scheduling. Uh, we had to adjourn the uh, SIC meeting to get into our corporate and community services meeting. So we will actually be uh, resuming the SIC meeting this afternoon at 5 p.m. to do work on the balance of the items that were on the agenda. And as well, we will be scheduling another SIC meeting to to work through the rest of the recommendations uh, for the changes in the Code of Conduct. So it's a big undertaking. It's a very critical piece uh, for the public and for council in terms of how we operate and what our... uh, ethical uh, restrictions or conduct, uh, code of conduct um, provisions. So uh, so it's a big piece to work on, but it was a very good start, and the staff have done an excellent job in, in putting it together and working through the recommendations of Justice Morocco. You're trained as a lawyer. You would have a great perspective on this. How detailed and, and how exact is the wording in, in your eyes? Because with all of these code of conducts and, and, and code of ethics, uh, that it's it's the gray area where, where things start to fall apart. Uh, yes, that's uh, very true, uh, John, and that's why there's commentary included. Uh, so the, the tension in drafting these types of uh, provisions is that the more specific you get, the less discretion there is, and, uh, and the world is a changing place. Uh, so we want to make sure that we uh, define the uh, code of conduct provisions uh, so that there is enough specificity to give guidance to everybody about what it entails, but there are so many situations that you find yourself in, you have to have a, a degree of discretion in terms of how they are applied. And having the Integrity Commission involved with the drafting of the uh, Code of Conduct is helpful because if there is an issue, uh, a counselor can reach out to the Integrity Commissioner beforehand and get guidance uh, from the Integrity Commissioner on an aspect, or if they have a concern uh, about something such as a conflict of interest um, or gifts, uh, undue influence, they can reach out to the Integrity Commissioner, and the Integrity Commissioner can give them a ruling. If they act on that ruling, uh, even if there is a complaint and it's subsequently found later that there was an issue, they can say, we've, we've, we contacted the Integrity Commissioner, 
So while there may, in theory, be an issue, they will be protected because they uh, got uh, a ruling in advance of uh, how they acted. So, but it is uh, it is a living document, and it will always be uh, subject to review as things evolve. But it is important to make sure that we cover off all the, the main headings like conflicts of interest, undue influence, conduct with staff, conduct with counsel, social media. Um, so there, there is really a broad ambit of things that it's got to cover, and uh, and this is an important step in making sure that we make, uh, you know, that we at the council table make it very clear to ourselves and the public what's expected of us. The entire draft of the Code of Conduct can be found online. And I noticed in it, even though Justice of Morocco had had made the recommendations that all elected municipal officials provide some annual financial disclosure of private interests, that's not included in, in this Code of Conduct. Is that an oversight in your in your eyes, or is it something you're just not prepared to support? No, it's it's uh, and the code of conduct hasn't been finalized yet. Uh, staff recommended against it in consultation with the um, integrity commissioner. There are still concerns around the table. Uh, really, this level of financial disclosure is not done at either the federal or provincial levels. Um, I understand that in the federal and provincial cabinet, uh, cabinet ministers must uh, provide financial disclosure, but that is done. It confidentially mm-hmm. uh, through their ethics commissioners. And this is something that uh, Justice Morocco has recommended would be made public. So you would uh, really, each uh, council member, once elected, would be providing complete financial disclosure of all their sources of income, all their financial holdings, any debts that they owe, and uh, any money that's owed to them. Uh, and the concern is that that's a fairly, uh, those are very sensitive uh, information and uh, requiring uh, council members to go to that extent publicly um, uh, could be a disincentive and also could have negative repercussions for the council members. So while I understand Justice Morocco's uh, intent in making sure that their financial disclosure is complete, uh, to me there is a, a counterbalance in terms of public policy. And uh, so it's something that council is certainly looking at as we move forward on this. Uh, moving away from the uh, code of conduct, but still uh, b- based on the uh, inquiry, any more discussion, any more movement towards whether um, any lawsuits or or charges are going to be laid in re- in relations to the findings of the the inquiry? Well, the la- latter question about charges that's uh, that's in the realm of the OPP, and uh, they can tell they tell us that the. Uh, Investigation is continuing and ongoing, okay. uh, and um, they have expressed interest in some records that the town has. Um, in terms of the, any lawsuits or other actions, uh, council is still dealing with that. We're getting legal advice on on uh, what avenues are open to us, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, I guess what I would say there is: stay tuned. No final decision has been made on that. Okay. Uh, tomorrow and into Friday, uh, you're, you and members of council are going to be involved in a World Summit on Sustainability. This is uh, the second time this has come around. Yes, that's right. Uh, Collingwood is hosting the summit, and we are doing this in partnership with uh, the UN Habitat and Urban Economy Forum. Uh, its uh, conference is called Habitat in Towns, which the UN defines as uh, communities with populations of less than 50,000. 
and we're looking at the sustainable goal, the, the sustainable development goals, which the UN passed in 2015. There's 17 of them, but we're focusing on sustainable goal number 11, which is uh, to promote uh, towns and cities that are safe, inclusive, resilient, and sustainable. So sustainability is really the focus of the conference, and this year we're looking at um, four topics, which are housing and uh, affordability, uh, urban assessment, which is really about data management, how do we benchmark uh, issues in our community and then measure how we're effectively addressing them, Uh, regional and global connectivity, so how do towns uh, interact locally, regionally, and nationally and internationally to make sure that we're providing uh, the needs uh, to the, uh, for our community. Uh, local government is the most immediate level of government, so we um, uh, often are the, the first place that our residents will call if there's an issue. And then civic engagement, because we are the most immediate level of government, we can be the most effective and, uh, and immediate for our residents, and so engaging to get feedback uh, for the you know future of our communities is a critical piece of the puzzle um, in local democracy. So it's, uh, uh, last year we had about uh, 60 speakers with uh, 300 attendees, and this year we already have over 300 attendees and a very full uh, conference. So I think it'll be a very um, uh, very interesting and provocative conference. And uh, we're looking to uh, establish pilot projects in Collingwood uh, to be sort of a boots-on-the-ground experiment in, in pushing these uh, initiatives forward. Um, and so uh, it'll be, I think, two very interesting days with experts from all around the world, as well as civic leaders and uh, uh, administrative staff. So it'll be uh, it'll be a very interesting two days, and it's free, so people can go online and register. Uh, they can go through the town of Collingwood or to the Habitat Towns website uh, to to register. Mayor Brian Saunderson is the mayor of Collingwood. Brian, always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thanks to both of you, and have a great day. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.